Azul y Oro. I'd be blue and gold for you and me. This is the latest development from the guys at Crown Heads, John Huber, who heads things up over there. I have not come across a rapper this oily in a good long time. And I know there's some places where they'll describe this cigar, which is a limited edition kind of thing, with just big, bold pepper. This thing hit me with such chocolate and such sweetness in the beginning, I thought I was smoking a pipe. That's pretty cool. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, so that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, this right here. As we said, the Azul y Oro from Crowned Heads. It is a 6 by 50 It only comes in the one size, which means it's six inches long. <laughs> Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 50 is the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, or how thick it is around. <laughs> Again, with the laughter, a 64 ring gauge would be a full one inch around. And Fingers Malloy, two things start off this cigar. First of all, this is the oiliest cigar I have seen in a long, long time. And secondly, for a six by 50, because that's not the biggest ring gauge in the world. Holy cow, you could crack a skull with this thing. Yeah, there's some heft to this bad boy. That It is oily, but uh, it's not something that is off-putting. It's, oh, no. Oh, it's no. very nice. Uh, and for me, I'm not getting any sweetness right off the bat, but maybe I'm being influenced. You, did you not really? No. For me, it's, it's wood and that uh, pepper. Uh, that's what I got when we first lit it and of course we're uh, just in the first third that's crazy it was it was pipe-esque it was chocolate there was a nutty it was there was a wood it was terrific it was like holy cow what's happening we have just started this and it's settling already gloriously with this perfect construction so when you are, are grabbing your cigar we, you know, we often talk about you got to get your notebook out it's not anything fancy you just need a notebook and you take your cigar and you're going to break it into thirds in your mind first third second third and final third and you're going to write down what you're experiencing so what did you eat that day what did you drink that day it's a cold day here in indianapolis of course we're preparing ourselves and preparing you for what you need to have for uh, is it the big game or is it the super bowl it's the the big super game bowl. And so uh, we got some of Finger's favorite uh, pizza. We'll be discussing that in, in a few minutes. And this would be a spectacular cigar to have for the big super game bowl right there. So so we've got so we're, we're already in that kind of state of uh, of minds. And of course, pizza could change your palate. But what you ate and what you drank will definitely change your metabolism, change your palate. The weather will too. Um, there is spice here. Of this, um, I'm not saying no, but that first hit was sweet, and that sweet has dissipated. For me, it's it's that wood, and it is that spice, and I think that my palate is being influenced on something I consumed, uh, the sweetness from what I consumed, and we'll, that's a radio tease, they call it, in the business, Tony. Um, I think that's having an impact on my palate because I am not getting any sweetness on this stick at all. So one of the things that I, I happen to like about uh, Huber and I like about Crowned Heads a lot is that the the amount of experimentation and trying, the not sitting on the laurels. You know, we, we talk to a lot of cigar people. <laughs> We're constantly having these conversations. And there was a feel for a little while there that maybe some of the sticks that, that Crowned Heads was putting out, maybe that they they've they've hit their peak, right? Maybe that maybe they're having some issues with with, with construction, but we've seen this in a couple of places. And then all of a sudden you see this, you're like, oh, no, they're fine. 
<laughs> These guys are just absolutely fine. You know, the, the what they do with the Las Calaveras, which is a, a yearly uh, cigar, is just wonderful. Um, this one, this one, I could see why it's selling. I could see why it's attractive, and especially when you talk about uh, what that price is at eleven ninety five a stick. Oh, that's wonderful. Like. Yeah, it's it's definitely a stick that would be in my humidor, but it's definitely something also that. Uh, if you see it at your local shop, you need to grab it because 1,200 boxes, 12 count, This it's not going to be easy to come by, especially as time goes on. What's interesting is that we're talking about the, the, the big spice that you're experiencing, some of the spice that I'm experiencing. Everyone describes this as a medium cigar, and I think that's accurate, right? But it, it's, it's, it just feels like so much. The construction is perfect. The draw is exceptional, meaning how you're you're being able you're able to not inhale it into the lungs, of course, but uh, into the palate. Just super, super easy. But it's that it's that heft of the thing and the feel of that wrapper. You think this thing is just going to knock you over? Yeah. Well, it, this is my question to you because this is kind of a Super Bowl episode. Oh, big game episode of uh, big game bowl super. Y- yes, exactly. Of each drink smoke. If you are. The person who brings cigars to the big game party. Is this a stick that you would bring? Or do you think that because of that spice, it may be uh, something that uh, a beginner may not want to, to I think enjoy? it depends on how you handle your big super game bowl food. So if that's really a halftime thing, then this is just fine. This is just fine. I, you know, if, if as long as this is not the first cigar of the day... Mm-hmm. Right, if you started your day with with well almost anything, uh, and then and then went to this, I think it's fine. Also, you know your people, yeah. You know what they can handle. You know what they can do. This is big, but it's beautifully big. It really is. And when we talk spice, there's a lot happening here. I can't figure out if that's a red pepper or if that's a a a a, a, a white pepper. Right, it's not a heat. It's it is it is exactly that a pepper that's happening. But it's not alone. It's not just sitting out there all by itself. There's also this wonderful earth undercurrent that almost gets, a, as you described, a little woody going on. Handling that well, balancing that well. I'm super, super happy with the stick. I am now starting to get a hint of that chocolate that you were you were talking about. And uh, so th- this isn't a, a one-trick pony. You know, there's a lot to this. You had a slice of pizza, didn't you? Yes, I did. You had a slice of pizza, and that's totally screwing with you. Yes, that's what that's what I, that's what the radio tease was for, uh, the reference earlier. Yeah, I did have a piece or, or two of pizza. Oh, we, the, it, it, what, what, what is a big super game bowl with, with, <laughs> without pizza? And then we got to have the pizza and wings uh, debate there. What better for your big game activities? But this right here. From Crowned Heads, the Azul y Oro limited edition, uh, Toro 6x50. That's right. Man, man, oh man. I could get that this isn't for everybody. And I certainly wouldn't smoke this if this is the first time you're smoking. No way. No, 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 no. But I I don't see how there's like, like you would buy the box. Like I could see going in with a friend on the box. Yeah. I mean, like you take six and I'll take six. Yes. Right, six. It's just there for every now and again. Pop one, and you'd be like, yeah, 
This works at price point. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm super at twelve dollars a stick. Dear God. For me, I love the Super Bowl as a cigar smoking day. I'll have three, depending on the weather. If I'm able to sit outside, you have the morning cigar, you have the pregame cigar, and then the po- this to me would be the postgame cigar. Right. Yeah, I would start off with the, maybe a Connecticut shade, and then you know gradually build up to this because there is that spice. But you said it's only it, it is a medium. I, I have no problem starting with the Connecticut or starting my day that way. This would be number two if I was doing three, uh-huh. and then I would end with something with less spice uh, to to end my day. And it also depends if you're watching the game East Coast or West Coast in time of day. That's true. All right, see, there's science to it, people. Science. Super Bowl coming up just a week away. And we said, why wait for the Super Bowl? We could do this now. Prepare people now for what they need to be doing for Super Bowl Sunday. It is. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl fingers, Malloy? We are allowed to say it if we're talking about the game, I believe. But if we were saying, we're going to have a blankety blank pregame show, I don't think we can say that. So we can say big game. Yes. You know what? Pretend I've always been saying big game. And fingers... Your pizza has arrived. When it comes to pizza, when it comes to big game pizza, Fingers Malloy is very, very specific. There are two toppings, Fingers Malloy, two and only two toppings for Fingers Malloy, and that is the combination of banana peppers. Yes. And pineapple. And pineapple. Thanks to Greeks of Pizzeria, GreeksPizzeria.com. Uh, there it is uh, right there. Uh, that is the banana pepper. And pineapple pizza. Can we put to rest really quick the insanity that people are about pineapple on a pizza and just admit that it's totally fine and everyone who has a problem with it is just making stuff up? I Well, clearly I feel that way because this is, I'm not able to order it very often because it has an odor that puts some people off. I love it. So uh, my, my daughters, they're like, they don't want this in the house. They complain. They gripe no. about it. I said, I'm like, all right, Do I won't they? get it. Yeah, Do so, they really? Yeah, wait, so, wait, who pays the mortgage? I understand you that. You tell them to just, they should be making I, you this pizza. I pick my battles. <laughs> but I don't no, I get, agree with you. I don't get the whole, oh my gosh, pineapple on a pizza, it's heresy. It's not heresy. Do you, it's totally do you, fine. Do you ever eat uh, pizza with this combination of toppings on it? Oh, my kids do. Yeah. My kids love it. Absolutely. But I also have the kids who, like, like, like one kid has never, ever had pork, ever, uh, since, uh, since uh, a baby, like, totally into pigs. Mm-hmm. Pet, not, not a pet pig, but, like, a stuffed pig, like, stuffed animal. Totally. My, my other uh, kid, kosher. Really? Kosher, so uh, you know the days of pepperoni or sausage in the oh, house, boy. totally, totally over, done, finished, complete. So I don't know. I, I mean, this is a standard now. Yeah, for for me, I mean that the sweetness of the pineapple, uh, banana peppers are sweet, but they got just a little bit of bite to them. The combination of those two things, I think, make uh, just a wonderful pie. Would you do jalapenos? Is jalapeno pineapple I, okay? I would, but I I don't feel like the jalapeno is nearly as sweet as as the the banana pepper. I do you do, have you done? No, ha- no. Jalapeno would be more would be more heat yeah. than sweet. Do, do you have you done the the? Yeah, I love the combo. Yeah, but I mean, I have you done it with jalapeno instead of banana pepper. I've done it both ways. Really, I've done it both. You know, I get around. <laughs> I've I've done it both ways. There, eat, enjoy. Now, oh. this is to you perfect big game food. Yes, except uh, the only difference is I, I love this style, but if I could get Detroit style pizza, 
You're just that's, so. You're just, that's beautiful. That's with the cheese kind of in the crust, and the, it's a deep dish, but it's got a cheese like mm-hmm. that's it's not baked in. It's more like around it. It's totally invented nonsense. I know, I know. You, 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 Michiganders. But you this, to- go ahead, just just shove it right in your mouth. Oh. Don't even write. Don't even worry about it right now. Don't even worry about it here. Oh, look at him! Look at him right there. Fingers Malloy digging in. Why are you even taking bites? Whole pizza slice directly in your mouth at one time. Because that's how you do radio. That's how you do radio in a way where you're probably going to choke and incapable of actually discussing things because you're trying to breathe. Good well, for you. You know, I'm trying to be a good influence, Tony. Is that that's it? me. I'm Johnny Good Influence. You know, especially even though this is a cigar and bourbon show, I try to be a good influence uh, to the youths of America. Is pizza the official big game food, or is it wings? Pizza or wings, Fingers Malloy? Which one is it? Which one is the better big game food food? Pizza. But it's like peanut butter and jelly. I feel like you have to have the wings with the pizza for uh, the big game. But when did this become a thing that you have wings with pizza? Like, 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 I think Pizza Hut has this, and a couple others. You can get a side of wings. Why are these two things together? It's because they go. It's nice. They don't go together. Sure, they do. It's nice. Wait, would food. you put chicken on the pizza? I'm not a big chicken on pizza. But fan. they go together. You yes, just said because it's like you 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 take a bite of pizza. And then you want something different. So you take a spicy wing, and then you take a bite of the pizza. Then you take another bite of the pizza. Then you take a bite of the wing. Pizza wing, pizza wing, pizza wing. It's a festival of flavor, Tony. A festival of flavor. You don't even I'm make any sense. My pizza. Right. You should finish your pizza mm. right there. Good Wonderful. on you. I, uh, I, 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 when it comes to big game, uh, I'm a fan of the guacamole, but I'm a fan of the guacamole Anytime, every time, all the time. Uh, French onion dips. I can do that when, when, whenever. So give me the giant multiple bags of, of, of the uh, flour tortilla, not well, flour tortilla chips, but tortilla chips, um, and, and, and allow me to go to it. And just a little bit of salt, perhaps a, a stickle of lime. <laughs> a stickle of lime, stickle lime. right there. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking to do. French onion dip is a guilty pleasure of mine. I honestly, if you put a tub of French onion dip in front of me, I, I, I lose all self-control as if I have much self-control. But when it comes to French onion dip, I could eat just a whole container of it. My sister used to do a thing back, and we're talking about when teenagers, uh, she would eat her Doritos with French onion dip. And so after she was done, the container of the French onion dip would be all orange from, <laughs> from the Dorito powder. So she had her own French onion dip. <laughs> she, she didn't take it and put it into a separate no, bowl? No, dipped right in. So That's that's wrong. Yeah. Well, it's not like she put her... It's not like a Costanza where she did the double dip of the chip. She just had the Doritos in there. So it's actually smart when you're a teenager because she did that and then she knew nobody else would touch that French onion dip, so it was hers. That's a... That's... That is one way to claim your land. <laughs> Most people just pee on it. Jeez. Oh, but uh, well, the other question I have for you, uh, do you call boneless buffalo wings boneless wings? Or are they really just little chicken tenders? They're little chicken tenders. I mean, this has already been proven in a court of law <laughs> that, that a boneless wing is not a wing. A wing is a wing is a wing. And those are wings and wings are good. A boneless wing is a chicken tender, also good. No such thing as a boneless wing. 
So, but you're not opposed to eating it. You're just opposed to ordering it as a boneless wing because they're really I, little chicken words nuggets. Words have meaning. Just like the big game, words have meaning, and some words have copyright protection. And all I'm saying is a boneless wing is not a wing. If I'm hosting a party, I would prefer to have pizza with boneless nuggets because you don't have to deal with people's uh, discarded chicken right. bones. Which is why, for the big game, pizza's a better food yes. because it's gone. It's easier. There is no mess. There is no fuss. Right. And that's that's what I'm in favor of. If you ask me what I prefer, I guess it's a wing. I guess it's a wing, and I like a smoked wing. Like, I don't even need sauce. I don't need it in a buffalo sauce or a teriyaki oh. sauce or any or any of that kind of stuff. Like, like a smoked, smoked wing with, with a little bit of crisped edge to it is where I'm at. For me, it is a big breaded wing. The more breading, the better. From Hooters. Oh, absolutely. Because they have... Delivered uh, by a Hooters waitress. Eh, I don't care about that. I care much more about the wing. Uh Five pounds of breading on one drumstick. It's beautiful. If the breading came on the pizza, would oh. you eat? Oh, stop it. Would you eat a Hooters breaded pizza slice? <laughs> I may have to have a moment alone just thinking about that. Wow. Are you going to go for another slice of pizza? Absolutely. Now, I know we're focused on big game this and big game that. We've got some recipes to get to. We've got what people are eating uh, for the big game and what this food is all going uh, to cost. I want to get into all of it. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, but when he is not drinking like an amateur, he is known as Johnny Good News. America's happy hour anchorman is Fingers Malloy. Fingers, let's do a little news of the week. That is so true. I am the happy hour anchorman. Is, is this better? I'm not, I'm not yelling and screaming. Are we uh, on NPR? Uh, all things considered. I don't think uh, you can say that. Uh, oh, sure I, I think you have a better chance saying Super Bowl <laughs> than you have saying all things considered. I, I'm just saying all things considered, uh, my voice is a little bit lower in volume than it was before. Is it not? Is this better? Am I, am I, I'm not shouting anymore. I, it, it's okay? Is it all right? All right. No? Is, that okay? is this what it sounds like when I call your 1-900 number? <laughs> Press 1 if you'd like. No, I won't go, in, go into that. <laughs> but uh, listen, Tony, uh, we have been uh, talking about uh, how travel costs have gone up. Uh, well, of course, everything has gone Holy up in price. Holy crap. Yes. And uh, it's never too soon, though, to start thinking about your summer travel plans and the summer travel season. Frontier Airlines really wants you to fly with Frontier. They are, I'm, I'm going there right now. They're launching an all-you-can-fly summer pass for $399. Uh, and it will uh, st- be starting, uh, the flights are between May 2nd and May 30th. Uh, there are some restrictions. There will be some blackout dates. Uh, but they, it's like almost the like the entire a- summer? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you have to go to their website to, to find out all the restrictions. Uh, but uh, apparently there will be limited seats on each flight for this pass. Uh, but it's it's three ninety nine, and it's it's all you can fly. It's the a- Go Wild All You Can Fly Pass, an unlimited number of flights, access to Frontier's domestic and international destinations, travel that will keep your miles from expiring, Get confirmed bookings the day before flight departure for domestic travel and starting 10 days before flight departure for international. So so here it is. May 2nd through September 30th is $399. Or you can get an annual pass. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
starting May 2nd, a full year of unlimited travel for 1300 bucks. Um, well, here, here, here are the blackouts. Here are the blackouts. May 25th, 26th, and 29th. So that's Memorial Day weekend. Yes. June 29th and 30th and July 1st. Oh, July 1st through the 5th. Okay. The 8th, the 9th. So the whole July 4th thing is, is Independence Day is right out. August 31st is out. September 1st and 4th are out. That's Labor Day. I'm guessing, October right? 5th, 6th, and 9th. No idea what that is. Uh, and then uh, around um, Christmas and around Thanksgiving. So uh, uh, this isn't going to work for me. Well, you can book it. You also have to purchase options like, uh, you know, if you're adding a bag or seat selection, there's still some charges on uh, top of the three ninety nine. But you've got to have way more flexibility than you or I have. Yeah. To make this work for you. Right. You got to, you know, certainly you can't use it for the big stuff. So you're using it in between. You gotta have a little more time. Well, the other thing too, I mean, in your your situation, because I know you like to fly first class. I'm not sure. You know, Spirit has kind of a quasi first class. They call I think they call it the big seats. Uh, Spirit does have the big seats. I was in the big seat just the other day. How was it? It was pretty big. (laughs) I have you ever flown Frontier? Do they have first class seats? I I I have. I I want to argue. I have in my life flown frontier they, they do not have a first class like southwest they do not have a first class because you can get your preference of an aisle window or middle seat but they don't mention first class seats so i are, their seats according to them are comfy and have a modern design and then they're pre-reclined for your pleasure <laughs> i believe is how uh, they 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 do it right there and then they have stretch seating which gives you an extra five to seven inches of legroom. Isn't that what you're looking for? Yes, absolutely. I'm flying first class. I bought my first first class ticket uh, I'm for a next trip. To you. Yeah, for a trip in a hold month. Your hand? Make sure you handle it well. Uh, so, just so I'm clear on first class etiquette, Tony, walk me through. Uh, I'm supposed to wear a clean shirt. Is that is that the rule? Uh, I believe you would iron it with a hot rock. Oh, thank you. And and jogger pants, right? That's what. Sure. That's what. Sure. Everybody's in the joggers. It's true. Or, or, or whatever you can get from, uh, was it Lululemon or whatever the name is the, the store is? Old Navy, but Lululemon's right? fine. Yeah. You want the kind of leggings that should cost $12, but you spent $84 and you feel better about yourself. Well, but that should be something I do because I have fantastic stems. So that's what the deal at Frontier. Check it out, flyfrontier.com. Well, if you had Frontier Airlines reservations to go see Ozzy Osbourne in concert, apparently you're going to need to change your plans because Ozzy Osbourne has announced cancellation of his upcoming shows and said his touring days are over, Tony, because he's not physically capable of doing a tour anymore. He had had a spinal uh, cord injury, I guess, and uh, between the recovery, he's just not able to travel. He says he can still sing, but... He he says that? (laughs) He says he can still sing, but the... You know the, the the grueling travel schedule. He, he's That's physically funny. not up to. My it. father says he can still see just fine. <laughs> oh, jeez! He says he can Ozzie. still sing. <laughs> so, Stop it! Yeah. So if you were looking forward to seeing uh, Ozzy maybe do his duet with Lita Ford, uh, holy Alita Ford poll. Th- thank Fingers, you. Fingers, bravo to you. 
Um, His he, touring days have closed their eyes forever, Tony. Yeah, that happened. Uh, I, I saw the show he did with his kids. Oh, you know? the Osbournes. Yeah, yeah. his touring days were over then. <laughs> Jeez, that, and that was, isn't it amazing? That must have been like 20 years ago. I was going to say 15. But yeah, 15. Yeah. Maybe 15 is more accurate. Good Lord, time flies. This is also a thing that uh, surprises me. He's, he's, he's only 74. Ozzy's 74? Wouldn't you have thought he was closer to 80? I, I, if, you, if that would have said 81, I would have been like, yeah, he's 81, of course. His touring days are over. Ozzy's only 74? Yeah. Ozzy has been around, of course, uh, our entire life. But it seems like Ozzy's been around everybody's entire life. That's the, that's the the, the point. Who has had uh, uh, had it uh, in terms of done more things and lived more rough? Ozzy or Keith Richards from the Stones? I don't know, man. <laughs> well, if you were planning on flying on Frontier to see Ozzy Osbourne, and while you were in your hotel waiting. Uh, you were planning on watching the Dr. Phil show, Tony. Uh, it, 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 is there anything else you're going to take away from me? <laughs> Dr. Phil is ending his show after more than two decades on the air. How much money has that dude made? And does he send Oprah a thank you every single day? Remember, that's how he started. Every single hour. You right? think about that, that. The Dr. Phil empire, Tony. And the amount he has been able to stretch out of that show between having troubled teens on, uh, remember the Cash Me Outside girl? Uh, uh, Who's now bad baby and is making millions on OnlyFans. <laughs> only what? proving she makes millions on OnlyFans. Only proving we are all going to hell. Speaking of OnlyFans. I have to do it. I, fi- I finally checked it out. I finally got on OnlyFans to see what it was all about. And, and? I, I, I assumed it was just... The, the stuff that you were talking about with uh, the Cash Me Outside girl. Uh, there's a lot of like cooking OnlyFans channels on there. There's stand up comedians with OnlyFans. It was a lot broader content than I, I thought it was. It. I have to do it. We, we, I, I've wanted to do an OnlyFans account for a while now. Yes, uh, OnlyFans has a tremendous amount of pornography. I was going to do it where I smoke cigars. Has to happen. And, that, and that's it. That's it. I don't even talk, I just smoke cigars. That is all that I do. I have to do it, right? You should. I have to. Just what turn I, on the what camera. Am gonna, while what am I going to charge as a membership? Well, you start off. You give them a taste for free, Tony. Give them a taste. Yeah, I know. But then the next time, dollar ninety nine. A dollar ninety nine? Why not? Three hundred and fifty dollars a month. How? <laughs> I'm worth it. This is Eatrick Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon. The bourbon reader you've always needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. So as you know, Tom Bullock and I are old, old, dear friends. Okay, this isn't true, if only because Tom Bullock is dead. If there ever was a Tom Bullock, maybe it's all just a myth. But with Tom Bullock's burnt orange bourbon... They tell a pretty fantastic story about a bartender who said, hey, I like a little bit of orange peel in my drink. Let me make a lifestyle around this. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. And that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And what are we drinking for the big game? Well, you can drink anything you want for the big game. We'll get into beers and everything else. 
But Tom Bullock's Burnt Orange Bourbon, which comes in at 82 proof, that is 41% alcohol by a volume. And, of course, it is a bourbon. It is 51% corn. This one has been aged for four years. And it is the story, or as the story goes, Tom Bullock, 1917, became the first black man to write a cocktail book called The Ideal Bartender Utilized by by mixologists and cocktail lovers everywhere. I want you to look it up, Fingers Malloy. You are, of course, our chief researcher here at Eat, Drink, Smoke. Is there indeed a book called The Ideal Bartender written by Tom Bullock? You know, sometimes marketing is everything. Yes, it is. It it's, is. Yes, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, it, it, it appears as though uh, it is uh, for sale. Paperback, $11.95, The Ideal Bartender. By Tom Bullock. You got to love it. So was this his real thing, this uh, desire that he had, what he enjoyed, which was adding a little bit of orange and sometimes uh, a burning of, of the orange and adding it to drinks? Whatever the actual story is, so much of bourbon, as you guys know, is, is the brand build. The branding is everything. In this case... They did a beautiful job with the branding. Branding. It's an absolutely gorgeous bottle, a gorgeous look. And this bourbon that we have here in our Glencairn glass, uh, it, it, is, it is a pale, pale gold right there. Doesn't look too deep in the color. It is um, sticking to the glass. Right? There is a touch of viscosity there going on. And an absolutely sweet, sweet nose. Yeah, I'm wondering if this would be, you know, we haven't tried it yet, but kind of a cheat for an old-fashioned, because you've already got the orange peel in there. And this is something that you could use and be happy with an orange, uh, with a, with an old-fashioned, or if that would be too much orange. I don't know. Yeah, right, because, I mean, you can get the best old-fashioned recipe in the world in our book, Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. Let's Go Bourbon at Amazon.com. But I guess you could utilize this as a, a, a cheat right there but it is a nice simple nose uh with with big on the on that citrus definitely on that orange you could say i'm going in there boy there's a lot of orange on right there. maybe a, a a hint of vanilla maybe a touch just a, a touch Ooh. but it's 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 big it's big bright orange going on yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, almost almost candy-esque. Yeah, you would never... If someone gave you a blind sniff test on this, you would never say to yourself, oh, that's a bourbon. Now, it could, as, as we said, it could be all shtick, but we came across it and was like, this is, this is fun. This is a fun idea. It's a fun story uh, uh, be, behind it. All right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, that is definitely a candied orange on the nose. Uh, we take this neat, and then we go uh, from there, decide whether we're going to add uh, just a little bit of water or put it on a, a big rock. The uh, Tom Bullock Burnt Orange Bourbon. Fingers below, are you ready for this? Oh, Tony, I've been ready for this all day. We start it neat and then decide what to do. Fingers below is doing the Kentucky Chew. That's how you move it around the palate and get yourself a, a real understanding of what it tastes like. You might want to do a second sip. First one to set the taste buds. Second one to really get the flavors. Fingers. This. What's the matter? There's nothing to matter. If if 
it just depends on what you're looking for. Now, if you are a uh, a bourbon drinker who likes his uh, bourbon, you know, it, it's wood. It's it, it, this isn't it. It is very sweet. Uh, that that orange is there. Uh, that vanilla is there. There's some spice. I enjoy it. I think it's good. I think this is a very good dessert drink. This is something you'd have after a meal, uh, all by itself, neat, and I think you'd enjoy it. I'm interested to think what, or interested to hear what you think, Tony. I'm going in. He's going in. I'm going in to the Tom Bullock's Burnt Orange Bourbon. What what, what did you say that was? 82 proof? Yeah, 82 proof. There's almost a little bit of licorice, too. Really? Yeah, this is very sweet. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. I'm going in. Tony's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch, ladies and gentlemen. Mmm. And the sweet's starting to hit. Aha. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can make an old-fashioned out of that. You're going to have to. The problem is, you know what this needs? Bourbon. Ah. And that... Wow. Wow. I mean, it's begging for a cube. Kind of dial that down. It's almost like a liqueur rather than yeah. a... Yeah, I, I will. T- okay, so so first to be clear, yes, it is a bourbon. No, it's not a bourbon. It, it just none of those bourbon tastes are in there at all. It is totally delicious. Yes, but not a, but not as, as a. Bur- I'm moving it right on. He's, I'm, I'm going to add the water first. You're going to add water I'm first. I'm going to be interested to see if that takes away some of the sweetness and picks up the spice. But no, I I agree. Again, I think this is a dessert drink. This right, is, like this is almost in that cordial, yes, kind of, kind of way that you would have as a side to vanilla ice cream. Yeah, absolutely, that would be a one-two punch. Like, give me a like some real vanilla bean uh, going on there to, to combine with this, and you'd be super happy. This uh, it, with with the vanilla as a milkshake. Yeah, I was just about to say that'd be very interesting. Get some briars. What a vanilla. what a cream sickle. Yeah, you could make out of this. That's what's weird. Like like we've tasted things that have the these hints of of flavors before, and it's 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 much more shtick. I, I would I would agree. I couldn't do this as a, as a bourbon, but as we're discussing it, it is it's rather good for what it is. Yeah, I I really agree if you're a traditional bourbon drinker doesn't have those characteristics that you would normally find in a bourbon but it's it's delicious i just moved the whole thing to a cube so how did the water have an impact on it still too sweet still way way too sweet here for the tom bullock's burnt orange bourbon but man is it super fun here's the point it's super it's sweet it's it's sweet almost like to a to like a sweet tart candy and and in this really bright orange really bright orange I think it's just begging for the big cube that I've got right here it needs to come down a little I put a lot of cool water in it and it did next to nothing (laughs) put it on the cube put it on the cube okay and I may have found the first bourbon where you know what it needs you know what it needs coke you, I know, I know. This is crazy. Cra- I'm discussing mixers, and, but that's what it's calling for. I'll say, but it, it's worth your time. I really believe if you find it in your lounge, I, I think it's worth giving it a go. Just knowing it's it's sweet. We'll get into if it's in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> 
So the big game, we're getting everybody prepared for it and what you eat and what you drink and how you enjoy. And, of course, your pizza with pineapple and banana peppers. Oh, wonderful. It's a festival of flavor. It's See, like there's a party in your mouth and everyone's invited. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is everyone's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And, yes, pizza over wings for your big game party. Uh, seriously, I feel much safer saying big game. Okay. I, don't, well, I do not Roger, want Roger Goodell after me. After all, it, it, the man is a savage. <laughs> a savage, I tell you. Um, but we, we've been going through what makes uh, a good big game party. Uh, Fingers Malloy, is it food or is it people who know how to stay quiet and cheer properly for the game? That's why I don't do Super Bowl parties anymore. It drives me absolutely crazy. You get 40 people in a room, and five of them are really into the game, and everybody else just wants to talk and eat, and it's a distraction. I want to watch the game. I don't, there, there are times to be social, and there are times not to be social, and that time is halftime. Right. That's it. And even then? Depends on the act. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we were discussing what, what makes... Super Bowl food. What? What? what or, oh, big game food. Big game food. Big game oh, food. Super big uh, game food. Bowl food. <laughs> what is it that that works? So we have here. What is the most popular food in your state for the big game? And according to this list right here, you know we always talk about our beloved Indiana, where we live. According to this, the most popular food is chili. Now, that, of course, is not true, but chili is fine big game food. How many Super Bowl parties have you been to? I've been to at least four, and I've never seen chili at the, at the big game I, I've been to less, party. and I've also never seen chili. That I know of, I've never seen uh, chili. But what I like about it is that you can do anything you want to it. Yeah. If you want to have it in the bowl with some sour cream and some onions, go right ahead. You want to use that as the dip for your chip, go right ahead. It's, it, it all works, right? There's there's no wrong answer with chili. It's it's a universal, uh, multi-purpose food, and I like it. But the people of Iowa and Kansas have it right. Tater tots, which is not, again, a big game food. But how could you ever get angry at a potato in bite-sized form? I do love my taters, and I do love my tots. To be able to combine them together is genius, Again, though, that is something I've never seen in a Super Bowl party. Now, what is fascinating is that we have determined that pizza is the right big game food. In this list, in this list of 50 states, pizza is never, ever listed. Wings, uh, Ohio, New York, they choose wings. Uh, Illinois, they choose wings. Pizza, nowhere. The other big one, meatballs. Maine and Montana. I have a theory. Wyoming, all meatballs. What's your theory? This is based on, I believe, a Google search. People aren't going to Google search, what pizza should I bring to a Super Bowl party? I think this is food that you would bring to a Super Bowl party. That's why you're seeing chili and tater tots and uh, chips and salsa. and Oh, gosh. Hummus. Wait, wait, where did you see hummus? Washington. Really? Yeah, Washington hummus. I'm uh, not an anti-hummite. 
I'm just, well, Oregon, it's sweet potato fries. Honestly, there's something about the Pacific Northwest. Seriously, KXL? Serious, we're on the air on, on KXL in, in Portland, Oregon. Sweet potato fries, they're great. But if they're not hot immediately served, you can't, you can't how do you, keep how, that stuff. Yeah, how do you keep that warm? I don't know. Can you, can you keep fries in a crock pot and not have them get ruined? No. New Mexico and Oklahoma, along with Alaska, say queso. Yes. Yeah, right? Cheese dip. You just, like we, by the way, if you want to go back and check out our video, how we make the Rotel dip, eh, mwah, chef's kiss. We do it right. We do it right. We do. Fingers Malloy stirred so much, his forearms grew three sizes that day. I looked like Popeye. Yes, he was the Popeye of Rotel dips. Just with one arm, though. Um... This is a fine list because what you want are finger foods. And, and, and chili works, as I said, in that multi-directional kind of way. The one that doesn't work, and this is in Massachusetts and in Connecticut, something about the Northeast, nachos. Man. And New Jersey. Nope. Because no one makes nachos correctly. No one. Because they don't take the time to properly layer the chips. It's a thing, and it has to be done in the oven. Yes. Prefer- oh, a thousand percent. Preferably on a stone. On a, <laughs> on a stone? Yeah, the, the, like the pizza stone. Instead of like a pan, you got the pizza stone. Keeps everything crunchy. You do the layers like you said. You, you put the first layer down. You put it in the oven, melt the cheese. Then put the second layer down. Put it back in the oven. That's the way to go. Don't make nachos for the big game. Seven-layer dip if you want to go in a direction with some guacamole on the side and let do it deconstructed. Chip, seven-layer dip, instant nacho. Each and every time, perfect. Instant nacho. Instant nachos. That's, that's, my, that's my genius go-to-market plan. <laughs> Step one, instant nacho. Step two, question mark. Step three, Profit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> What's the most disappointing super big game party food that you've seen on a table? Gazpacho. No, I don't know. Big, uh, that, uh, that I've seen that I've been disappointed in? I, I, I look at it and I avoid. For me, veggie tray. Ugh. I See, you, you, there's never a problem with a veggie bread. Just leave it there. Don't worry about it. You're going to throw it out when, when you're yeah, done. Leave it there and don't worry about it because nobody else is going to worry about it either. But it adds a little color to the, to the situation. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with By the way, there's nothing wrong with hummus. It's just not the lead at anything like this. It should be not good for you. It should be a bit decadent. It should be the kind of thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I ate so much. Like, it should do that to you. One of the li- things on, on this list here, uh, it, where, where, who had this? It wasn't the meatballs. There you go. Uh, uh, Michigan. Michiganders. Pigs in a blanket. Yes. That's a little mini hot dog. Yeah, wrapped in a blanket. Wrapped in a puff pastry. That's wonderful. You know what's beautiful about that? Bite size. You eat 27 of those. It's like you ate two whole hot dogs. Yeah, and... I think uh, meatballs are also good with the barbecue sauce and the cocktail weenies in the barbecue sauce, too. That's good stuff. It's all finger food, but with a toothpick. It's all what? Finger food with a toothpick. So uh, cheese tray. Uh, the charcut- sh- charcuterie. Charcuterie board. That's your thing, right? That's The kids would say that's your jam. 
but not not for the big game. No, I, I I've done ribs for the big game and everything else. In the end, I want to go much more base. It should be all finger foods. Don't worry about making anything big, and that's it. And then if you want to, it's a much easier cleanup and everything else. Nobody wants a knife and fork and everything mm-hmm. else. They just want to graze and go. That's it. That's the beauty of it. With red solo cups for the drinks. Well, of course. Of course. And 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 maybe you know what? If you want to go fancy, get the chinette. Ooh. Get the fancy paper plates. Elitist. Right? Cuz you don't want that stuff, you know, falling on your couch. And if you're really smart, don't have the party. There's that. If you want to be really smart, just watch the game alone. No matter what you do for the big game, we've been trying to prepare you. We've been we we have discussed uh, that that pizza is the proper Big game food. We have discussed that outside of pizza, it's all finger foods all of the time. We're just trying to make this easy on you. And, of course, don't make nachos. Chips, seven-layer dip, instant nacho. That's how you do it. Make it easy on yourself. Don't go insane. It's not worth it. What's worth it is being able to have an enjoyable time at your party or gathering, have an easy cleanup, and then go to sleep. Oh, and if you're one of these people who calls out sick the next day, you got like the the big game flu, just remember you're weak and too old to be drinking the way you were during the big game. Wow, do I sound angry. (laughs) You're the the Tony Robbins of our generation. I really am. (laughs) I really am. It's Heat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is Fingers Malloy. More help for your big game activities. This Fingers Malloy. Yes. This right here. And we're going to have a whole bunch of things posted at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Uh, the best Super Bowl drinks. Ooh, I said Super Bowl. Uh, and, and cocktails to serve on game day, which, yes, that you should invest your time in and 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 do. Uh, some recipes that will be there for your, for your dips and everything else we will have at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. So we've got you covered for the big game. But this... Super Bowl party hacks, big game party hacks. And one of them is to take your crock pot to cook two dips at once. (laughs) You take some heavy duty foil and you create a barrier. You create a wall like it's East and West Berlin. And and then you uh, you can have two dips going on at once. What is another hot dip? Queso. Queso. Queso and chili. So you can put queso on one side and chili on the other side. I think that's fine. If you've got one, you want you, you don't have the room for everything, that's smart. Let's make a little foil divider there. Or have two crock pots. Or get a second crock pot. <laughs> I don't know. And then this and I don't want to hear, oh, easy for you to say. Not everybody can afford two crock pots. You can go to Goodwill. There are twenty five crock pots at Goodwill for like a dollar fifty. That's not Wait, that, that may be... <laughs> you're going to argue with me with that? <laughs> Take your garbage can and put in four garbage bags at once. So one inside another, inside another. So you can just take one out, and it's there. That's you don't have to do the work. smart. That is really smart. That's a good, that's a good hack. That one's worth, worthwhile. Take all of the chips, and instead of putting them in bowls... Take the bag of chips, open it up, and you realize that you bought this 
uh, uh, foot bag, and it only has like three inches of chips in it, <laughs> right? That's true. Cut the bag in half and then roll the sides down, and that's your chip bowl. There's no sense of putting everything in bowls that you then have to wash. Just leave the bags out, but just don't leave them as the big bags. Roll them, cut them, roll them down a little, roll them down all so they look like they make sense. That way you know what's in it, whether it's a a Dorito or it's a chip or or, or what have you. If it's crinkle cut or if it's whatever, and then you're set. Like a street taco. Like like a walking taco, as they call them in the Midwest. A walking taco is when you take Fritos. And you open the bag, and then you put the chili directly in the bag. Yes. Right? And then that, that, and then you eat it like that. Whoever came up with that is a genius. Genius. Right right there. Um, if you are doing wings, do you have a salad spinner? No. So a salad spinner is what you put your lettuce in, and then you spin it, and after you wash it, and the centrifugal force dries it. It's, it is, admittedly, a super smart idea. You put the what in it? it lettuce. It's called lettuce. Right. 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 It's, it's, it's what people eat who don't have your issues. Oh. And, and then you wash it. You throw it in there. And it's, it's basically like a colander that's got a bowl around it. And then you press it down. And it spins. Well, what you can do is you can put wing sauce in there with the wings and then spin it around. And it'll evenly coat your, your, uh, your wings. The next one on the list is genius. Which is have a bowl, like, like, like a metal bowl or whatever, paper towels, and a giant, giant tube of wet wipes. You can pull right out and wipe your hands. You don't want to call it, what it what's called in the... In the what's in it this, called in the thing? It's called a sticky finger station. <laughs> the jokes write themselves. I thought that was your name in college. There it is. Here's what you don't want. You don't want... A community food table and a bunch of people licking their fingers and then grabbing more food. Right. Because that is gross. Uh, one of the suggestions here, shop drugstores for cups and napkins. Are they cheaper at a drugstore? says uh, here you can save up to 50%. I didn't know that. I would think that that would be one of the last places you would want to go. I always felt like when you go to a drugstore for any kind of grocery item or any kind of products like this. I always thought that they were more expensive. That's what I thought, too. If you're trying to keep your drinks cold and you don't have all the, you know, the way they call those things, the, the ice packs, you can take balloons, fill them with water, freeze them, and then throw those in. That's smart. It's smart. These are smart, simple, little uh, uh, tricks that, that you can use. You just don't want bottles in there. What, in a cooler? You don't want a, uh, a bottle with a bottle cap getting anywhere near one of those balloons. As they melt, it'll tear into it, and it could, it could create a mess, I would think. That's more of a canned hack, don't you think? Well, I would say do cans anyway because bottles have the chance to break, and you just don't need that. Yeah, there's that, too. You know, it's easier to crush. You throw it away. It's boom. It's not. So those are some good. Throw it away. I recycle, Tony. Well, if you want to buy into that, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I, I look, I, I'm not here to judge, but I will very, very much judge. But, but Fingers, you, of course, take your football seriously. What, being a Detroit Lions fan, and, and I'm so thankful uh, that for you, uh, congratulations, uh, that once again, the Detroit Lions are almost in the playoffs. Well, at least they had a winning season, Tony. Oh, the Colts are terrible. The Colts are terrible, and as the moment we discuss this, still don't have a head coach. This... 
I said this last week uh, on my on my morning radio show. The search for a coach for the Indianapolis Colts has been so ridiculous that Frank Reich, the coach they let go midseason, is totally vindicated, and the Carolina Panthers picked him up to be their head coach. Yeah. My only suggestion to the Indianapolis Colts brass, and I know they're listening right now, it's this. Uh, keep Jeff Saturday. Don't hire Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. That's all I have to say. He, 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 you know what? You're too good for him. He needs to stay in Detroit. And be the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. And learn his way. <laughs> yeah. After like three Super Bowls. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm so looking forward to next season. Let me season. ask you a question. What's it going to be like for you when the Lions, like the Buffalo Bills, go to four Super Bowls in a, lo- in a row and lose all four? <laughs> What's it going to be like for you? Because be that's a, the way it's going to happen. That, ve- that may very well happen. All I know is at least I will be able to rub it in everyone's noses on social media for years who have made fun of me for being a Lions fan. I won't have to hear, oh, never made it to the Super Bowl. But, oh, God forbid if they ever become really good and they win a couple of Super Bowls, I will be so obnoxious for all of the years. Can't wait for that. One playoff win in my life. Uh, by the way, uh, you calling it uh, real quick, uh, Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles? The Chiefs are going to win. I believe that, too. I don't believe the Eagles can keep up. No. I, I, I think Justin Hurts is hurt. I, he didn't look healthy at all. Maybe he'll feel a little bit better in two weeks. I think that the uh, Colts or the, the Chiefs offense is going to be too much for him. Drinking Tom Bullock's Burnt Orange Bourbon. Look, it's $70 a bottle, and the answer is you only need one. And it's a dessert bourbon. It's not. It's bourbon, but it doesn't taste like bourbon. And you mix it with anything, and you're going to have a great time. Utilize that. Utilize that at uh, the big game party. And smoking the Azul y Oro from Crowned Heads, uh, this uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, and Nicaragua in the binder and filler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick up a box before I go. This works. This absolutely positively works for me. And I think the construction is just brilliant want you to have a world-class good time at the big game and every now and then send fingers malloy a tweet at fingers malloy and remind him hey sorry the sorry the lines weren't in it this time forward down the field maybe next time or not this is eat drink smoke follow eat drink smoke on social media on twitter at go eat drink smoke on facebook facebook.com slash eat drink smoke and instagram at eat drink smoke podcast